Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of On3 Sports. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there. Our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women taking care of us out there. I just had a thought. Should I just should I just record like a standard opening and just have it? And, and get up, up until the point where I say it might be a little weird if Brupolo was in. I think that would be um, kind of AI-ish. It would be. No, I wouldn't do it. Okay. Just... just. I wasn't. Oh, it, just, it just occurred to it me. Takes that, the, it takes away the authenticity of the show, Brian. It does. It does. I just. I would. It just. And then people would start saying, ah, "I'm going to fast forward." Yeah, here. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Wherever you are in our great state, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate that. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-through over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo. Uh, over in Tupelo, it would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in. Oh, I'm doing my best here. Cuevas? 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 Sure. Cuevas. It would be a little weird. Suevas? I don't know how to pronounce that. Suevas? C U E V A S. That's Cuevas. Cuevas. Yeah. Okay, Cuevas. Be a little weird. At least that's how the last name's. Pronounced, I would think, yeah. Wherever you are in our great state, it knows, Mississippi's weird, man. It is, man. That that could be a Cuvas. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Some guys know. like, no, it's Cavus. It's we pronounce it Cavus. Cavace. I don't know. Let's go Cavus. Let's go Cavus. Wherever you are in our great state, if you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee, you can do it each and every morning. It's just a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Remember, when you support Strange Brew Coffeehouse, you support the Bulldog Initiative. Just like you do when you talk to our friends over at PIP Printing and Signs. Guys, whatever you need for your business in terms of marketing, if you need signage to help attract customers into your business, or if you need to send them mailers to keep their business and keep them aware of what's going on with you, I mean, this is money you're spending already, right? If you're a business owner, you know that you're already spending money on printing. Just do it with PIP Printing and Signs for a couple of reasons. One, first off, they're the best in the business. 30 years of experience. They're Bulldog-owned and operated. And every sale they make with you, they'll give 10% of that back to the Bulldog Initiative. You just got to say, hey, I heard about you guys on Thunder and Lightning. And they'll take care of the rest. And they're going to make that donation in your name. You simply cannot beat that, especially when we're talking about it. It's not a new expense. This isn't. I'm not telling you to go out and buy something that you're not already paying for. Time to make the move to Pip Printing and Signs. Call Camden Baker at 601-499-5216, or you can visit them online, pipridgeland.com, to see what all they have to offer. When you need printing, call Pip Pip today. i got to turn a fan on. Hold on a second. We're, 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 quick break. Oh, why not? It's warm in here. I don't know why it's so warm. This is the most... The, 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 the extremes of temperature in this office are incredible. It's yes. either freezing cold or burning hot at all times. That's true. And, and sometimes it's the other way around. Like, the other day, I was in here, and, I mean, it's like 42 degrees outside, and the air conditioner was running. I'm like, what we're are we doing with our lives here? here? Yeah, like, what are we doing? 
So like you'll, you'll be in here in the summer, and I'll, I'll, be, I'll be so cold in here that when I walk outside, my glasses will fog up. Yeah. And then you come in here when it's cold outside and it's blazing hot. It's blazing. It's, it's like too hot. It's yeah. too hot. Like today is that. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. Again, I want to invite you to check out their incredible selection of throwback hats. They have got some awesome stuff, some, some real great memories. If you're a, a state fan from like that's around my age, you're going to see those, and they're going to take you right back to your college days. The, uh, the, those hats from The Game is the name of the, the, uh, the name brand on those hats. They are really, really cool. And everything maroon and white there at College Corner, not just clothes, but stuff for your car, your house, your tailgate, your lounge spot, everything that lets people know that you support the maroon and white. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. So you just heard that video that one of my daughters sent? Yeah. The other one replies, she sent it in the family group text. The other one said, no cursing, my ears are too delicate. Like, I don't know about my, my daughter Emily. And nothing yeah, del- right. Ain't nothing delicate about her. Uh, restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant for lunch, for dinner, for Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. If you're going to be in Starkville this weekend for basketball or for baseball, you've got to make a trip at Restaurant Tyler. Sunday, Sunday brunch, it's the best in town. If you're a breakfast kind of person, they got you. If you're a lunch kind of person, they got you. Whatever it is, they've got you covered. It's a great meal. It's a great time. It's always a special occasion when you eat at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They're here to serve you. I like to do business with people in my community. I like to do business with the people I know. I don't like to have to call a corporation and deal with a 1-800 number and stay on hold. I want to be able to just call people and be like, hey, it's Brian. What's going on? I guess if they're really my friends, I'd be like, hey, it's Hey Dad. What's really what's going on? And I can do that with a bank like Priority One because they are a small-town bank, but they also give you all the, 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 the capabilities that a big corporate bank can give you, just none of the runaround, none of the rigmarole, as they say. That's a good word, rigmarole. 16 locations means God, there's one... Gook. Oh, yeah. Like there's one, there means there's one near you in central Mississippi. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. So we got... A big weekend of sports. This is our first uh, multi-sport weekend in some time. We've got basketball and baseball this weekend. Tomorrow's show, we will concentrate on baseball. So let's look at basketball to start today. We said, going back to after the Alabama game, that State had to be 3-0 and in these next three games, and then they could sort of take it from there. They're 2-0. and They're going to play an Arkansas team that, as we all know, has not been great this year. Is there something about Arkansas? Because, is, does the name brand still make you think they're dangerous? It's like yeah, well, if Alabama was somehow like playing Mississippi State and they were five and four in football, you'd still be like, "That's ah, still Alabama." Well, two, they do have talented players, mm-hmm. and that you always pause a little bit when you know that the the team has the potential. It's kind of like Kentucky a couple years ago; yeah. they weren't this bad, but um, that twenty twenty season or whatever it was when State finally got them when they got him in the SEC tournament, that was like the most beatable Kentucky team we've seen since, uh, what's his name that was there before Calipari? Billy uh, Gillespie. Gillespie. Yeah. Yeah. That was the most beatable team they had had since then. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this Arkansas team last year was a team that was making a run in, in March Madness. So, and they had struggled for a little bit, you know, through the year. So it, at some point it could click. You have to be wary of that, but they have been dreadful on the road in particular. 
And this is a team that's had, you know, some it seems to be some internal issues, or at least it's been said that they do. And it just seems like, for whatever reason, they haven't been able to really pull it all together. And they have one of their better players back. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But it's still a game for Mississippi State. It's a must win. You have to win this ball game. You cannot lose to Arkansas. The metrics are they bear it out. You have to win this game. And you just need to continue to stack wins, too, to stack your confidence and also build a resume for the NCAA tournament. So it's huge, man. And, um, you know, after that, if you can get through that, you got Ole Miss. Every game at this point is massive for Mississippi State. Yeah. And there are some games at Auburn, you know, that's going to be tough. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to predict the win in that one. But all the other games, to me, are winnable. So you have to go into those ball games – saying, to me, it's a must-win. Looking at Arkansas stats, it's interesting. Their second-leading scorer is a bench player. Uh, it is Khalil Battle. He, he's averaging 10 a game. Tremont Mark, 17, almost 18 points per game. And that's the only two guys in double figures for them. Um, they are a team that gets out-rebounded by its, their opponents. Uh, they are a team that's getting outscored by their opponents. Uh, defensively, they're, they're just not good. And that's weird. You know, Again, going back to that name-brand idea, Arkansas through the years always been a team that played that incredible defense. They're giving 40 up, minutes of hell. Yeah, they're giving up 78 a game. Yeah, right now, well, they're scoring 76, and that's great. But you know, you you can put points on, on the board in conference play. They've given up 83, 76, 90, 77, 77, 77. Consistent. Yeah. Uh, 63. That was a, a good defensive game. Finally, 84. 95 and then 75 against uh, Georgia on Saturday. We're recording on a Wednesday uh, afternoon. They do play Tennessee tonight. So, I mean, they, that's probably another loss for them, which will knock them down to 12 and 12 overall. It's a preseason top 10 team. Yeah. They beat Duke in the, in the SEC ACC Challenge. Everybody's like, all right, this Arkansas team is going to be trouble uh, this year. And, and they haven't been. And. You know they they, they lost to, to North they Carolina. Lost to, they lost, lost to, to Purdue by an overtime. Yeah, I mean they've been a. a where are you saying that? It was an exhibition, but still. Okay, okay. I was like, I'm looking it at was, their schedule. I'm literally looking at their schedule. Where it was it was a early in the season. I got it was you. at Bud Walton. I remember it. it was like you know sold out yeah. exhibition. Yeah, I mean they're 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 they lost to UNC Greensboro early, which is that's so you know that's one that makes you look. Then they lose to Memphis and to North Carolina. Those games were in the. Uh, the battle for Atlantis. Uh, then they, they get the home game with Duke, and they get the win there. They lose at Oklahoma. I mean, they, they were just off to a bad start in conference play. But, I mean, at the same time, Robbie, you know, you lose to Memphis and North Carolina and Oklahoma, you're like, okay, those are good teams. You know, but, of course, Memphis is kind of falling apart here. But Oklahoma and North Carolina are still good teams. But conference play has just not been their friend uh, at all. Only uh, three wins in the conference uh, against – and they had that last-second win against A&M. They beat Missouri on the road, and then they beat Georgia in the last minutes the other day. We'll see what happens with them tonight. And, I mean, look at what they've done on the road. They've lost by double digits to everybody except for the Missouri game. I mean, every SEC team that they've played on the road, it's been bad. 95-74 to LSU. They got killed at Ole Miss, 26 points. Um, They lost by 22 at Florida. Lost by ten at Georgia. I mean, states <laughs> states been pretty bad on the road too. But yeah. this has been 
just not a good they're team. Not a good team. Not a good team. There's just no. Mm-hmm. Other, there's not a good team. Period. I the mean, the only thing that's that's keeping them above 500 is they play at one of the best arenas in the country. Yeah. And at Bud Walton, and that's been able to at least give them a little bit of a lift. But when they get away from home, this is a bad team. So I mean, you this, you cannot afford to stub your toe here. This game to me is. is more about Mississippi State than Arkansas. If State plays the kind of game they played against Missouri, the kind of game they played against Georgia, they'll win easily. There's just no getting around that fact. If they play the kind of game they play against Alabama, against Florida, they're going to lose. You know, or, or at least it's going to be a game that they have to sweat until the final moments uh, and, and, and not, have, you know, not have control of the game. We we saw on Saturday how much a big win does for your metrics. So another good win for State on Saturday, if they can win by fifteen plus somehow, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you could could wake up on Sunday morning around thirty two in the net, and then you know you look at the week after that quad two against Ole Miss. I think quad two against LSU uh, when you travel to, to to Baton Rouge, and then yeah, after I that, I can't remember their net. They're in the nineties, so it should be. Quad oh, they're two. that bad? Yeah. Yeah, LSU, oh, LSU net. I have the nets up here. Hold on. LSU is... Where'd you go, Tigers? They're 92. Ooh. I didn't realize they were that bad. Well, they're 12 and 12. They just, I guess they just seem They're 12 and 12 with seven quad four wins. They're on the verge, I feel like, of just tossing it in. Yeah. Because they've been well, close yeah. in games. Hmm. Who do they... They have... They played... They played last night. They lost. They lost on the last second to Florida. Yeah, that's what I'm night, saying. So. Like they they've been Ooh. in position with some teams. They I didn't just... realize South Carolina Auburn is tonight. That's tasty. Ooh, that's going to be, be a good game. I'll have to check that out. Um, you you just you you really need to go on the road and win that game. Yeah, and you do. I'll you, be there. If you can win, I mean, you can win three three in a row here. Well, you got a chance almost, to win five in a row. But I mean, like this little stretch. Yeah. If you can win these next three. Oh, you can almost lock up. Then you feel like you can feel like you're playing for seeding, right? Your last four, if you could get maybe just one, you get after you get past LSU, which I think I'm pretty sure it's quad two. I, I, Ninety two on the road, that, yes, should be quad two. Yes, then you have quad one at home with Kentucky. You have quad one on the road with with Auburn, Texas A and M on the road is surely in the top seventy five. So that's quad one. The I, f- I figured they were going to drop like a rock after losing to Vandy and they dropped to forty three. They, they didn't. They lost. Uh, yeah, they only dropped they lost they only, six points. Yeah, they lost that, six spots. But but I, I figured it's it would on the be road. Bad. It's on the road. It's not even a quad four. It's yep. a quad three. Um, and then but that's a quad one win if you can get it. And then South Carolina at home. South Carolina quad currently. Two. Where is South Carolina? Forty five. Forty five. Yeah, you, they're not going to jump into the top thirty. So yeah, but but still, you have great opportunities here at the end. If you get one more quad one win, when you're sitting, you've already got uh, states at thirty four today. They've already got three quad ones. If they can beat one more, if they can win one out of Kentucky, South or Kentucky, Auburn, Texas A and M, and get a fourth quad one win, there. I mean, you're talking about you're playing for seeding. South Carolina being forty five is kind of surprising, but they didn't play a very good non conference. The best and, team they played was like Clemson. They and Ole Miss had the same thoughts preseason, right? They were just yeah. like, "Look, these are this is not going to be a great team. We're still rebuilding, and we need to play. We need to win games. Maybe we can go to the NIT." And South Carolina did that, but then they kept winning games in conference play. Ole Miss has not won as many games in conference play. I mean, Ole Miss is eighteen and six, and their net is a sixty one. Yeah. You know, State's played four more quad one games than South Carolina has. Yeah, the team above Ole Miss in the net is Virginia Tech. They're fourteen and ten. 
I mean, and, and Ole Miss has had a lot of teams that they thought were really good wins. They're not. They started to drop. Yeah, Memphis is not a great win for them. UCF, UCF is on the verge. 65. Of, they're on the verge of dropping off their, their radar as a quad one win. Um, what's funny is State's at 34, right? So if State jumps to, what, 30 after beating Arkansas, will they become a quad one win for Ole Miss, right? Um, the top 30 at home? One through thirty or one through twenty. Great, we're we're doing the whole. We're doing thing. the thing again. People are gonna get mad. Well, at least we're we're not just saying it. You know, yeah. Home was one through thirty. So if state, let's say state picks up four spots in the net between now and and then, we, they would jump to Ole Miss would pick up another quad one win. That would actually be really good for them. They would they would need that. Ole Miss has got to win probably. They gotta win like five or six more games. They they need to have a, if they're at twenty two wins they they they're they're on, they're they're probably in that's four more wins yeah and then you it's tight you look though at the it's schedule, tight like it's not going to be easy well, the they get is, they the got is, lucky with Missouri if twice four, if they're four if they win four more games they're going to have to beat some good teams to win four games yeah so but who, they I mean they have Missouri twice that was that's a, that's a stroke of luck that was a, a good good draw for them and then they get South Carolina and Alabama at home but I, I think. Those two teams can win at Ole Miss, but it's going to be tougher. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they do have a shot to win one or two of those. Oh. And, Miss, then you, uh, and then you got Texas A&M at home, who's probably not going to be very good on the road, and at Georgia. Chris Holtman fired at Ohio State. That's, I saw that. That's a big job opening up. There can be some big jobs open at the end of this year. I think that – I mean, that's open. I'm positive Louisville will be open. Mm-hmm. I think Kentucky's going to be open. Oh, you think they'll – I think they push him out unless he has a big run in March. Yeah, I think they're just tired of him up there. So that's interesting. Hey, who do you think? Do you know who is last in uh, in the net? Dead last, three sixty two out of three sixty two. Gardner Webb. It's a fine guess, but it's incorrect. Mississippi Valley State. Really, they are zero and twenty four. Oh God! And that's not even the worst record in college basketball. Detroit Mercy, who almost beat by like a point. Boy, they. Yeah. Ole they, Miss died. They almost had the worst bl- loss in the world. Yeah, they 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 wouldn't have been anywhere close to making the tournament had they lost. Oh, they, that their game. their net would be in the seventies if they had lost that game. Because I mean, again, we talk about Mississippi State, right? They're sitting at thirty four. We think that they would probably be twenty six, twenty seven. Ole Miss is at sixty one. So they'd be they'd be at around seventy if they lost to Detroit Mercy, who's zero and twenty six on the year. We need to get a, a we need to get a final game of the year a plus one. If those two teams finish winless. We need Mercy versus Valley. Yes, just somebody just so can somebody can in walk the, out with the win. Yeah, like in the Mister Relevant Bowl. Yeah, or I like it. Yeah, I would hang a banner if they won that. Hadn't game. they talked about doing that for football? Like the two worst teams in football get to go to a bowl game. Yeah. and play each play other. See who bowl. is the worst. No one's gonna do that. That's just dumb. There'd be ten people at that game. Oh, you were on a podcast, Brandon yep. Farrell. Who is that? I don't, he, I don't know Brandon. Daily Journal guy. Brendan. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know him. He's a high school guy. All right, well, y'all check that out. Uh, the Justify Your Existence podcast had Robbie and Michael Katz on, covers Ole Miss uh, for the Daily Journal. So, good stuff. Thanks for, thanks for that plug there. Yeah, why not? You must be bored. I plug. I, I retweet your YouTube stuff. I, 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 I try to support you. You're my friend. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Some issues over there, Fall. No, I'm not. I was just so. I was just saying. So big game for the Bulldogs uh, Saturday at the Hump. I expect a big crowd. 
to make it. it Sold be, out, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. So it should be a, it should be a good crowd. It should be fun. The Georgia game oh, was right. was the Georgia game sold out? I don't think it was. Students were sold students out. were sold out. Yeah. So talk for a second while I send the so, text off. So three of the last four games or four of the last five sold out. That's not bad. I think we're moving in the right direction with Mississippi State fans supporting men's basketball. I think the students have done a great job of getting to the games. Now if we can just train them to be a student section. Yeah. Where you don't sit there with your you know your phone in your face and you actually pay attention to the game, stand up and cheer and do the other things more than the defense chant. Right. We'll get some more stuff going. We'll yeah. figure it out. They're get, but all you can ask for is for people to be there and then go from there. Let's move into the uh, second part of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. Brought to you by Colton Watson. Colton Watson. Uh, Beef, it is what's for dinner. And folks, uh, this val- I hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Hope you got a steak. I hope you guys out there, you know, you got that Valentine's steak. Nothing says I love you like a medium rare steak. And I'm I'm not even joking around. That's 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 the ultimate sign of love, uh, in my opinion. This weekend, if you're gonna fire it up, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. So head to your local butcher shops, your grocery stores, talk to your meat market guys. They'll hook you up with some great stuff. All sorts of great cuts of beef are always available. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you are looking for. And, you know, guys, again, this weekend, if you're going to be in Starkville, you've got to make sure you've got a trip to uh, Two Brothers on the agenda. You need to be able to head over there, grab some great food, and grab a couple of drinks and enjoy a good time at Starkville's. I mean, it's the hub of the Cotton District is what it is to me. You know, sit there. Great place to, to people watch if you're sitting outside. The weather might be okay for that Friday because it could be a little cold Saturday. But regardless of that, the food inside is, is what brings you in, and it's just some of the best in town. So if you're going to be in Starkville this weekend, make sure you've got a trip to Two Brothers on the agenda. Also, don't forget, they support the Bulldog Initiative. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They have delivered it to you at Advantage Business Systems for going on forty for over 49 years. And how do you know that that's a, a, a company you can trust? 49 years. When somebody's open that long, it's, it's just the same thing as saying, hey, we know how to take care of our customers. We know how to take care of people. We are, we've got you covered here at Advantage Business Systems. So if you need new technology, if you need a new copier or a new printer, new computers, give them a call. Let them take care of you, and let them show you what service after the sale is really, really all about. 601-362-9192, or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The the good folks at Maroon & Company, they've got you taken care of. Again, I want to remind you, both online and in the store, the promo code is THUNDA15. 15% 15% off all regular priced items. Some exclusions apply, so find out about those exclusions. They'll get you every time. 
So if you're going to be in Starkville this weekend, you're looking for some great new gear, they've got it at Marine Co. Don't forget, they're the official and exclusive provider for Bulldog Initiative uh, logo wear. So if you want to wear the stuff the coaches are wearing, if you want to support the Bulldog Initiative, you can do that at Maroon & Co. Thunder15 is the promo code. You can use it in-store and online. Stop by Maroon & Co. on your way to Duty Noble for opening weekend. Opening weekend for baseball, but it's never too early to talk about the Egg Bowl. And there was some talk this week about it indirectly. Yep. And at a Q&A uh, that Chris Del Conte, who is the uh, athletic director at the University of Texas, was hosting. Man that stole Vic Schaefer. I will never... Ever forget being at home on that Sunday after you and I had recorded already, I believe, or was it was Joel still? I wasn't. With I wasn't it? It was with Joel, you yet. Joel was with yeah, me still. It was twenty twenty. I think we had to re-record, and uh, just sitting there and seeing somebody retweet uh, Chris Del Conte into my timeline of "Look who's coming to the hundred is it the forty acres?" Yeah, and I just looked at. I looked. I looked at that tweet for like five minutes. Just like I had to dissect it. I was like. Is, is that Vic Schaefer? Is that Schaefer throwing up the hook'em horns? Yeah. Is that what's happening here? And yeah, from there. Um, so anyway, hosted this thing and said was asked about are Texas and Texas A&M going to play annually in football? You know, we just have this is the first year of Texas coming in. We don't really know the format for the new schedule. He said it is his hope that they play every year, and it is his hope that that is the Thanksgiving Day game. So my question to you, Robbie, is this. Could that happen? I guess I have normal several questions. Could that happen as early as this year? Uh, could that replace the Egg Bowl? Or would they do an SEC doubleheader and do both games on Thanksgiving Day? So we'll start with the first question. Do you think Mississippi State and Ole Miss will remain on Thanksgiving this year? Or will that Texas-Texas A&M replace it? Are they, the, Texas, and, Texas and Texas A&M are, are on the schedule this year, right? I, they I are playing remember. each other, yes. That's the okay. final weekend, yeah. Very well could. They've It's already... It's already like a, you know, up in the air deal because they didn't announce the actual times or whatever, right? I can't remember, but there's Ole Miss has said some Ole Miss people have said it's going to be on Thanksgiving. Some Mississippi State people have said it's going to be on Saturday. I think it's definitely something that's still being considered. Yeah, and probably going to be discussed that, into the summer. I know that Richard's sources are pretty adamant it's going to be on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I would imagine that it would be Thanksgiving this year, and mm-hmm. then moving forward, they have those conversations about it, uh, whether it's going to be on Thanksgiving or not. You think that it's it's one or the other? They won't both be on Thanksgiving. I, I would I would be surprised if the SEC gave you two Thanksgiving games. If I'm Mississippi then, State, then you're gonna you're talking about you're not gonna probably play the morning game. So is Texas Texas A and M going to go head to head with the Cowboys? Yeah, that seems unlikely. And and. If I'm Mississippi State, if they are, if Texas and Texas A&M are playing on Thanksgiving, I just want to move to Saturday. At that point, mm-hmm. you you don't really have any leverage anymore because that's always been the talking point: is well, it's the only college football game on or whatever. Yeah, well, at that point, you're going up against two bigger brands. Yeah, and I, that's that's not something that I think they need to get involved in. So, personally, I, I'm kind of ready for some Saturdays. I'm just ready to have a Thanksgiving where I can hang out with my family the whole day and watch football. You know me, though. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I like it on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but you're a little more flexible with your Thanksgiving. I Well, I, 
I, I am I am I have bought into this idea that Thanksgiving is what you make of it, right? That it doesn't have to be on Thursday. If you yeah. want to do it on Saturday, it's still Thanksgiving. Well, I I like the the whole Thanksgiving thing. Wake up, watch the parade, mm-hmm. then go to my family Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. to hang out with them all day. I I haven't been able to sit and watch the NFL games mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving like the whole day, right? For several years now. See, what I would tell you is, I would rather not be able to do that. And then be able to watch college football rivalry Saturday all day. Yeah, no, I get what, that too. I, that's just me, but that's just me. That's my preference. There's, to me, there's pros and cons to it. Yeah, that. for sure. There's definitely pros and cons to it. The only that's true about everything, pretty right? Much. The only thing that is a con to me is the fact that I don't get. I'm just being selfish about yeah. it. I don't get Thanksgiving Day with my family to sit and just do nothing because after I eat turkey. And all the other stuff that I eat on Thanksgiving, I haven't been able to just like sit and take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> like I want to take that Thanksgiving nap badly. I hear you, and I haven't been able to do that in many, many years. And it makes for an, for an angry Robbie Falk later in the night because first of all, I'm dealing with just tweeting a simple score from the game, and then a, a uh, you know Jack Boy sixty nine from Ole Miss mm-hmm. tweeting at me completely unrelated. And yeah. I, I just don't want to deal with that on Thanksgiving when I I'm also like tired. All of our motivations surrounding this are selfish. Like yes. there, there, I feel like there is no state Ole Miss on Thanksgiving from a TV perspective. It's probably going to draw the same on Thursday night versus Saturday. It's not a huge difference. It's probably more on Thursday uh, because in all likelihood. Well, people have figured it out. Crazy things are going to happen in the yeah, Egg Bowl. There's so some, they, there's they turn it that. on. This year, the crazy thing was boredom. It's the most boring Well, the crazy game. thing was Greg Knox coming out of the locker room in right. a four-wheeler. Yeah, yeah. It was pregame. If you, you might have missed it. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. That's interesting from Del Conte, though. Texas Tech Sam used to be a big Thanksgiving thing back in the Big 12 days for those guys. So I, I thought that there was going to come a point where that, that would happen, but it might come a little quicker than we thought. So we'll see. All right, tomorrow's show, baseball. It is opening day. We'll talk about our thoughts on this team. We'll get a little more in-depth. Plus, Aaron Fitt will join us from D1 Baseball. He's going to talk about the Bulldogs, talk about the SEC, maybe some National College Baseball as well. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. Guys, have a great, great uh, Thursday. Robbie and I will be back with you on Friday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.